I've given myself permission to live out my real dreams, and I've embraced the life of a modern entrepreneur and all that comes with it. I'm learning and growing each day, and my daily goal is to cherish the moments that matter, get stuff done, and build wealth along the way. All with purpose, of course. Whether you're a full-time, side-hustling, or aspiring business owner, as a mompreneur, as a modern-day woman, we are your tribe. And it's nothing better than finding a community in this crazy world of entrepreneurship. So join us as we chat it up and talk all things modern mompreneur with guests, sharing their stories, and inspiring us along the way. Let's get into it. Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Day Smith. And today I have a very special guest, a fellow Texan, DFW girl herself, Miss Kedra McGriff. Kedra and I, we met through a mutual friend, a high school friend of mine. Um, and she was like, she's writing children's books and I'm so in love with what she's doing. She wanted to introduce me to Kedra and was like, she's the one who has inspired her to really get into this game of writing kids, children's books, among other things, among balancing motherhood and all of that. So I want to introduce Miss Kedra McGriff to the Modern Mompreneur podcast. Welcome, Kedra. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for being here. Um, so we'll start off with a very simple question that you'll know the answer to. No pressure. Who are you and who do you serve? I am Kedra McGriff and I serve the one and only God, our father. Amen. Um, after serving God, I serve my family and uh, my community. I love it. I love it. So what do you do for work, for business? Like, Tell us more about your, your career, your professional life. Okay, so professionally, career-wise, I am a uh, civil attorney. Um, I work for a pro bono law firm. Um, so we take our clients pro bono, meaning that they don't pay us um, for mm. our services. Um, I work in our um, housing, public benefits, and consumer division. So I do a lot, a lot, a lot of housing stuff. So um, your evictions, landlord-tenant issues. Um, basically, our main priority is keeping people housed. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's what I do professionally. Wow. So you got into the space of pro bono law. Like how, how did that happen? So, you know, people, um, well, I'm not going to say people, but a lot of times people, you know, hear, they hear lawyer, attorney, they think, Ooh, they make a lot of money. That's, and that's what, you know, some people want to go, you know, into the profession for, um, yeah. but me personally, I was driven by wanting to, to help other people. Um, and being an attorney was the way that I saw to make that happen. Uh, and then as far as how I got to my current job, I've been there uh, for four years. It's four years this month. And I basically had was working a job for a firm that I wasn't really happy with. Mm. So I had a list of things I wanted from my next employer. I shared it with one of my law school friends and she was like, hey, why don't you apply for this organization? I applied for all of their open staff attorney positions and got the call and I've been there ever since. Wow. Good for you. You know, you serve a, a population that doesn't doesn't always get the help in that space around uh, home ownership and evictions. You know, sometimes you just feel like you're going to lose against the man, whoever that is. And so you're providing hope for a lot of people um, and doing it pro bono because the lawyer, the legal fees and all that can add up, you know, when you think yes. about trying yes. to go through the system and all of that. And a lot of times it's not in our favor as uh, minorities for sure so um so yeah so does your firm um serve clients all over the country the state or just locally in dfw area um so there are actually three uh legal aid organizations across the state 
Um, our organization serves the Northwest part of uh, Texas. So okay. um, I'm in the Dallas office. So we only serve in Dallas County, but we have offices in Fort Worth, um, Denton, Collin County, um, more rural areas. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. I love it. And what brings you joy about what you do and your job? I mean, what do you, what do you feel like keeps you going? Cause I'm sure it's a lot of just, you know, things happening all the time and clients and what keeps you going in that, in that space? Well, like you said, is is the need um, to be in that space. Um, there, there's a strong need for legal representation, whether mm-hmm. it be reactive or you know proactive. And the fact of the matter is, a lot of people just don't have the funds for the services yeah. that they need. Um, so that's what keeps me going is um, to know that I'm feeling, um, you know, uh, doing the service that that's very needed. Got it. Got it. Okay. And as a professional mom. Tell us about your family and how you kind of um, tell us about your family. So I'm uh, married and the mother of two sons. They are nine and five. Um, I'm spoiled by my employer, though, I will say, because I have a lot of flexibility. (laughs) Flexibility. So it it, it definitely helps me being a mom. We're on a hybrid schedule. We were, you know, remote for a a while, um, like most people after covid um, but since things have been coming back around, um, they've allowed us to be on a hybrid schedule. So I only have to go into the office two days a week. So I'm able to be at home, you know, when my boys get out of school. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it just allows me the flexibility to, you know, be be present and active with them. Very nice. That's not something you hear about when you think about attorneys. I've worked with attorneys. And I know the hours they put in on the corporate side or even if they're with a private firm. Um and having a family, like I've, I've heard a lot of them, they'll hire me to help them or they definitely, you know, have to have support in order to be present for their kids. So that the way that you practice law is nice because you're able to have a, a life first career, a life first business, right. really able to be home with which your kids. Things, yeah, which was one of the things on my list um, mm. that I shared with my friend um, and got me, that led me to my employer um, because I had my oldest son when I was in law school. So oh, wow. sorry, I actually... Found out I was accepted to law school and then like a month or two months later found out I was pregnant. So I went into my first year of law school pregnant. Yes. And I had him the week before spring break of my first year in law school. Wow. I, I took okay. a test that morning and I took one of my midterms that morning and then was admitted to the hospital that evening to be induced and uh, have him. So having going into the profession already with a family that was Mm -hmm. one of the the top things that i needed from an employer like i need to know when i'm getting paid then i'm getting paid (laughs) (laughs) i needed set hours like i uh, for the most part i work a typical you know eight to five unless i have um you know a project or i'm preparing for trial um and i you know work longer hours but for the most part my day starts well my work day starts at eight it ends at five and like the people in my office we like we are working a very good office so you know we're understanding of the people who have you know kids and families and other you know priorities so there's not that that expectation of you to devote you know your entire life to the job like i love that that's a good culture especially for moms or dads who you know have things to do with their kids they got to leave early when the kids get sick they got sports activities you know, you don't want to occupy your weekend with work. So, you know, I like that you said that you made that that um, kind of a non-negotiable, really, when you were going for a job. And I think if people are not in that situation and they have to 
you know, create that new culture is difficult, but hopefully people are able to, you know, do what you do, you know, find a way to say, okay, this can't, this doesn't work for me anymore. Let me find something else and give the non-negotiables and it worked out for you. That's, that's great. That's really good. And the, and your team supports you too. Yep. Yes. Good. Okay. So let's shift gears and talk about this, this life as an author. So now you, you are already successful in your own right. A wonderful mom, wife, a, a boss, um, not entrepreneur, professional attorney doing good work in the community. And you said, you know what? I want to add another notch on my belt. Let me, let me become an author, which is so rare, first of all, to have an idea and put it down on paper and share your story with the world. So tell us about your book. I have it here, but I'm going to let you tell about it. And then that journey to becoming an author. Okay. So um, I've always liked to read. Um, even as a child, I always liked to read. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I I knew, I never really thought of myself as a writer. Like even in school, I was mm. like, I'm an excellent reader, but I don't really like to write. I didn't, I never thought of myself as a writer. Yeah. Um, but then when I was pregnant with my youngest son, um, I went looking for a, a book for my older son on becoming a big brother. And mm. unfortunately they didn't have well, I couldn't find any books with children of color um, for what I was looking for. Yeah. So my thought was, write it yourself. Uh, write, you know, write a book on becoming a big brother with some little black boys. And so I actually started working on a manuscript for that. And then I lost it. I have no oh, idea. Look. <laughs> to this day, I have not found that manuscript. Where is it? We need to. We need to see. That's still needed today. That's <laughs> still needed. And if I if I find, if I come across it, I, I will bring wow. it to fruition. Yeah. So I. That's what I started writing on. Okay. Um. And so I. I'm, I don't know if it was in you know us moving because we lived in Houston um until 2019 and then we moved okay. um, to the Dallas area, um, which is where I'm from. But my husband is not. Um, and so we stayed with my mom for a little bit and then we bought our own house. So somewhere in the moving and the transitions, it, it got misplaced. Mm-hmm. But um, anywho, so um, I kind of didn't worry about it, didn't uh, think about it too much. Um, but then my dad unexpectedly passed in December of 2018. At that time, my oldest was four. My youngest, he was a month away from being one. So we... Um, my dad and my oldest son were, you know, were really close. Mm-hmm. And so I, after the initial, you know, process of losing a parent, I was like, how am I going to explain this to my baby? Like he's four. Mm-hmm. And so we printed off pictures of, you know, him and Papa. And we sat down and explained to him, you know, Papa passed, he's gone into heaven. But, you know, remember when y'all did this? Remember when y'all did that? Yeah. And so I don't, I'm not sure of the timeline, but sometime after that, I was like, you know, I should probably put this in a book because, oh, I know what happened. I was posting stuff on Facebook. Okay. And um, my old um, teachers, who's a really good friend of my mom's, she was like, um, be sure to record these memories for him. So just a compilation of showing him the pictures and then someone saying record these for him. I was like, I think I'm, this is what my book is going to be. And they're, they're kind of adventures with Papa. So yeah, and showing him um, the pictures um, with getting started with that process, I found an illustrator on Fiverr and mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, I want to use some actual pictures for some of the illustrations. So wow. the cover picture is an actual, is actually the picture. Wow. Oh, and I set it to the side. I should have pulled it out. 
But yeah, so that one's an actual picture. Uh, let me see which other ones. So this one is is an actual picture of them. They were fishing. Oh, how nice! And then um, the one with Elmo. This was actual picture. And this one, when I say the illustrator did an awesome job because that looks so much like my daddy. Wow. But yeah, so that is how Adventures with Paw Paw came to be. I love it. I love it. So when you when you were before the manuscript when you lost it you the first thing that came to your head was like i can't find this let me write a book about it mm -hmm. first of all that's mm -hmm. amazing because i don't know if a lot of people would have thought to do that because book writing seems like such a hard thing people are like mm -hmm. oh i don't have time to write a book you know but it, it's not i mean you 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 already had with this book for sure like a, a blueprint, like these pictures. And mm -hmm. you had a story behind it. Like you wanted to capture the story of your son with his pawpaw in order for him to have something to read. And now this is even for your younger son who didn't have mm -hmm. memories with him to be able to have this. So I love that. And it'll carry on forever. And um, so that's great. And I love that you included pictures. And y'all heard she got fiber. If y'all don't know what that is, you better learn about it because... There are people on there who will do these things for you to help you. So you don't have to do it yourself. She was not even a writer, nor was she an illustrator. So she got help, but she made it work. And um, so she sent me this book and I gave it to my daughter. And when I gave it to her, I told her what it was. And she's like, your youngest. She doesn't know my dad. He passed before I even was married. But this was a nice representation that she can identify with. Because they are people of color. Yes, it's a boy, but it's we even call my dad Paw Paw. So Pop, you know, same thing. Um, and so it was so sweet because she it helped her to imagine what she could do with her Paw Paw. You know, these are just real life stuff, cutting the grass, going fishing, fixing things, you know, fixing the Elmo doll. And, you know, it was just so typical and normal, something that she could wrap her mind around. And it was able, it was a chance for me to be able to tell her what it's, what it's like, you know, what it would be like with my dad. And I mean, I feel like you've given me a gift for sure. And even given your, um, your kids a gift. So this is, this is amazing. I hope this is not, the, you. you're welcome. The only book that you write, but y'all check it out. Um, it's available. We'll tell you at the end of the podcast where you can connect with Kedra, but is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Adventures with Papa. Paw Paw. I don't know how you say it. What you say? Paw Paw? Okay. Paw Paw. <laughs> That's how we say it in the South. Kedra McGriff. <laughs> Paw Paw. But such a sweet book. I love it. I love it. So um, one other thing, I sent Kedra a picture because as soon as we booked our podcast, she was like, can I send you a book? And I'm like, yes. So it's very sweet. So I do want you guys to support her. Get, get this book, um, especially if you have a brown a brown boy girl who needs to see representation in our literature. I mean, I know there's a influx of authors now who offer that, but a few years ago, it was few and far between. You couldn't find anybody who had a brown child, girl, a boy on the book. And so yeah. our, that's important. Our kids need to know um, and identify with characters because they want to feel valued and important too, just like everyone else. And I, I think all cultures should have some representation, honestly, in literature. So yes, I love it. Agreed. 
Do you dread opening your email inbox? And when you finally open it and see the downloading notification, all the unread emails start pouring in by the hundreds or even thousands. And that's just email. You got media files, Word docs, spreadsheets that all could be piling up and cluttering your digital life. I know you're a boss, a mompreneur, a CEO even, but have you ever felt like a glorified administrative assistant? Well, because I know how digital clutter directly impacts our mental clarity, I've made it my priority to create strategies, systems, and solutions to help slay every day. Your family, your employer, and your business need you to be fully present, fully productive, and very purposeful for the things that matter. I'm excited to share transformational solutions with my fellow mompreneurs, as well as busy business owners that face the same challenges as I did. These simple organizing solutions match the mind and VIP day. That can help ease the tightness in your neck that is caused by your digital disorganization and that headache you get every time you open your email inbox. You can override this by gaining control of your digital assets, working in your strength zone, and running your life and your business like a boss. If you have hundreds of unread emails daily, or missing files hidden within your digital clutter, you owe it to yourself, your family, and your clients to learn more about this solution. Visit vip.simplicitybyday.com to learn more. Any more books that you have on the horizon? I mean, you you did good with this one, so what you thinking? So, uh, so my youngest, he's now five, and okay. <laughs> He he talks about, I guess, even though he was, you know, a baby when Papa passed, he still, you know, talks about him and references him as, you know, as if he knew him. But one thing he would, when he saw the book, he was like, where am I? This this is based on my brother. Where am I though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I do, I am thinking of, uh, of something, uh, you know, for them. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm also thinking of, um, a book that I needed when I was, was a young girl. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. And we will be buying that as well. I was, I'm always looking for books um, that speak to my daughter and help her say things that I can't say through other people's stories. So absolutely keep us posted there. Um, so tell us, what is your, what does your son think about the book? Like he's old enough to read it. Like what, what does he say about it? Uh, are you famous yet? I mean, uh, people are buying your books. <laughs> that's what he's saying. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's like, well, people are buying your book, so you should be famous by now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he's definitely supportive. Um, but it is, it's everything to see him like the other day. So I keep, you know, a book or two in the car just in case someone catches me um, out and wants to buy a book. And because I do, I do autograph all the books that I get, uh, you know, where people contact me directly to, mm-hmm. to purchase. Um, so I keep some in the car. And so just the other day he pulled it out and he was just reading and it, yeah. it just warms my heart just to, just to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, we had a uh, Tiffany, who you know, on the call and she was on the podcast. She was talking about her youngest. His name is on the book, you know, it's Jordy bear. And mm-hmm. like, she recorded him opening it. And I'm like, Oh, that's a moment right there. Like just seeing them see themselves. Like literally you, this is you. What's his name? What's your oldest name? Tina. Keenan, this is Keenan. He's like on the book, you know, and so that's just so such a special moment for real. And and I encourage anybody who has an idea. I think everybody has a story, but even if it's not your story, but something you want to give to the world, 
reach out to Kedra. She's done it. She's created a, a book. She did it self-publish, you know, and it's out there on Amazon. She can show you the ropes um, for you to be able to go and grab your, you know, create your story and a legacy really to pass down to your kids. So I love it. I love it. Um, oh, and just, just so you know, uh, so I actually didn't self-publish. I went oh. through a small um, black woman-owned publishing company. Okay. Give her her props. What is that um, company's name? Um, BFF Publishing, and she's actually oh. based in Atlanta. So on the back I of the see. book, BFF Publishing. Nice. So she's um, a black woman who owns her own publishing company. Um, and okay. again, I just spoke a word to one of my closest friends that I, you know, wanted to publish a book. She said, "Hey, I know somebody who has a publishing company. Put us in contact." And it was a, a instant match. Nice. Um, I totally missed that. I did see that when I opened it up, but I just was like, when you said Fiverr and Amazon, I was like, okay, self-publishing route. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So I tried to go the self-publishing route, but it was just too. It was too much. Like it yeah. was too much to figure out and learn. And I was like, if, if I had to do it myself, completely myself. I don't know that it'll get done. So it ain't let me. Get done. Yep. Yeah. You busy. So, so yeah. So kudos to Tiffany because she definitely self-published and and yes. did everything. But I I had to outsource. Yes. So this this is two options. I I I um, wrote three books. My first one was self-published, and it did take months of editing and back and forth, all the things. But going with the company because once you write it, you need to know how to get it out there, how to put it on sites, how to market it. And so publishing yep. companies have way more knowledge about that than if you self-publish. But either way, going with BFF Publishing House in Atlanta, Black-owned, female-owned company, support, support, and get your book out there, you know, because it's definitely going to, like I said, who knew that me and my daughter would have this story and my son, too, to be able to share with each other that I didn't even have to do. This is Tiffany's words, but it relates so much to my family and it's one of my daughter's favorite books she's taking it to school for show and tell like she loves this book so it. yeah it's it's a beautiful story so good okay well great well now we're going to transition to my favorite part of the podcast and that is the lightning round so i'm going to ask you a series of questions and you're going to just spit off off the top of your head the first thing that comes to your mind and we'll learn a little bit more about Keetra, okay okay all right what are three words to describe you today Figuring it out. <laughs> Figuring it out. Oh, nobody yeah. has done a sentence. I love it. <laughs> Figuring it out. Uh, like, so this this Arthur journey, and it, it's new. And so I'm just, you know, figuring it out day by day. Um, the marketing, the the just getting the books um, into, you know, hands, little hands, big hands, <laughs> small libraries, big libraries. Um, so yeah, that, those three words would definitely describe a lot going on right now. It's figuring it out. Figuring it out. I love it. <laughs> what would you tell your 18-year-old self today? I would tell my 18-year-old self to cherish this time. Like, don't rush life. Don't don't rush the, ooh, I can't wait till I'm on my own and I can't wait till I'm grown. Don't, don't rush it, girl. Don't rush it. <laughs> It'll come. Was, and when it comes, yes. it's there to stay. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm like, my friend's like, this adult in his ghetto. Ghetto. <laughs> ghetto. I love it. Take your time. Okay. What does it mean to you to be a modern mompreneur? Um, a modern mompreneur. I mean, we're in the, the digital age. It's, it's social media. Is Now we're getting into AI. So 
it's just having to to stay abreast of all the the changes in technology and um like i said figuring it out just you know i have my my boys who are ready for me to be famous i don't know what they think gonna happen if when I am famous. Claiming it. <laughs> claiming it. But, but yeah, just um, the modern part just comes with staying, you know, abreast of all the changes in technology and all mm-hmm. the, the marketing that's available um, via social media. Love it. Love it. What do you love about being a mom? I love watching the little humans that grew inside of me grow up on the outside of me. Like, like I said, like the other day, my my oldest, he pulled out the book and was just reading it. And he's an excellent student and just just seeing everything that they are doing at, you know, such a young age. My youngest, he's excelling in school. This is his first year in um, in public school. He's been in mm-hmm. daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the first year he gets to go to school with his brother and just just watching yeah. them like, like, man, I'm somebody's mama. I'm to somebody's mama. Yes. Can you believe it? <laughs> Crazy. Like, crazy. Like, hang on to somebody's mom. Oh, dang, he not. Oh, Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Swap, swap. Um, what are you reading, watching, or listening to right now? Okay, so watching um found. Uh, I think it comes on Fox. Okay. Or NBC. It's a new show. It's about um a lady who she was kidnapped as a child and now as an adult. She runs her own um, agency finding lost people. Ooh, and okay. it's, it's so good. Found. I think okay. it's on Tuesdays. Okay. Found. Okay, cool. Good, good. And I hadn't heard I, of that one. Yeah, it's good. I gotta say now it's it's a little intense because it, it shows you like even though it's a fictional show, it's like this these things are really happening. Like people are really missing. So it's mm-hmm. kind of you you have moments of going in and out to where sometimes it, it might be a little too much because it's too real. Mm. And it's still, like I say, it's still a good show. Okay. Um, and then reading, I am reading um, Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Black Cake. What is that about? So it's about, um, it starts, so I just started reading it. Um, I'm in a, a book club and for the once, I think I'm actually going to be able to keep up with the reading schedule. <laughs> <laughs> So far, it's about um, a woman who passes and she leaves this video message for her two adult children and they find out that they have um, another sister. Mm. So the book goes back and forth between the present and the past um, okay. and where I am in the book. I haven't figured out if the people that they were, the characters they're referring to in the past are the mother and her life before mm. She, mm. their mother. It's really good. Okay, black cake. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they're actually uh they're actually gonna turn it into a series on Hulu. <gasps> Ooh, good for it's them. Before before it's on Okay. Uh, on- okay. <laughs> good. Your book club was like, we gotta get this done. We gotta watch a have a watch party, you know, something. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. And then listening to music or podcasts, anything you're listening to? Um Liz said it just it just depends on my mood. Just okay. <laughs> sometimes I'm on a uh, Apple uh, Music shuffle of everything in my playlist, and yeah. sometimes I want to hear the new stuff. Where they be, you know, rap R and B. Not so much rap nowadays because I don't even know these new people. Me neither. Um, I don't know. I'm but, old. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just depends on my mood, but nothing in particular yeah. that I'm listening yeah. to. 
that's my I, I love I love asking about reading, watching, listening to because I swear everybody gives me great advice. And I've found some really good shows and podcasts and artists and all the things from y'all. So thank you. Okay, last question. What is bringing you joy right now? What is bringing me joy right now? So I actually have started uh, step aerobics class. I started like mm, two months ago mm-hmm. and I am enjoying it way more than I expected. Okay. Step the first aerobics. time I tried a step aerobics class, I just, I felt like my rhythm wasn't rhythming and I wasn't going to get it. I tried it again and I've been, I've been hooked and going ever since. Nice. Good for you. You got to find something that you enjoy. It's your, your time, your me time. Love it. Okay, well, you survived the lightning round. It wasn't so bad. We enjoyed all of it. All of the, all of your, um, just learning more about you and what you like to do as a mompreneur and all of that. So I want to say thank you for carving out time in your day, your week to join us on the Mod Mom Pod and sharing your story and sharing more about this amazing book, Adventures with Papa and your whole journey. And the fact that you are a full-fledged boss professional as an attorney, raising beautiful sons and, um, you know, living out your life to the fullest and now discovering this newfound career as an author. So, and there'll be many more to come, which is great. Thank you. Yes. Tell the community how they can get in touch with you or follow you. Um, So on Instagram, my uh, Adventures with Pawpaw page is going to be Adventures with Pawpaw underscore. Uh, my personal Instagram page is going to be Kedra, K-E-I-D-R-A dot E-S-Q. And as far as direct sales, I don't have a website set up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book can be purchased on Amazon. Okay. Or if you email me at Bergen, B-U-R-G-I-N, Kedra, K-E-I-D-R-A at gmail.com, I'll definitely send you an autographed copy. Not you want that autographed copy because I mean you want to know the author that she thought of you, she signed for you. I got mine, you need to get yours. Love it. So, and I will put all of that in the show notes where they can email you for their copy, buy it on Amazon, and follow you on both your pages. And um, yes, and, and and if you follow her, I'm sure she'll let you know about how to stay in touch for her future books, you know, yeah. that's coming out. Um, so I want to say thank you again, Kedra, for sharing your story. Thank you for sending me a copy of your book and sharing it with me and my family. I know whoever listens and reads, read, listens to this and grabs the book will also be blessed to learn about the legacy with your dad and also the legacy in this book that you've created for your sons and for all the other children that's going to read it. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Okay, well. All of my mompreneurs, uh, my modern mompreneurs, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to share it with another mompreneur, another friend. Like it, subscribe to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast, and go and follow Keidra so you can stay in touch and support her with her endeavors in authorship and all of the things she has going on. Um, and support her, her as well as her publisher, BFF Publishing out in Atlanta. Um, and feel free to reach out if you have questions about how to get started with your book, you know, how to publish it, all of the things she's done it. And she can show you how to do it. Um, and so I just want to encourage all the modern mompreneurs out there to continue to give yourself permission to follow your dreams because you never know what's on the other side and who you can bless and impact. So thank you guys for listening. Until next time, y'all be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Feel free to share and subscribe. 
to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast if that you enjoyed it. And as always, you can follow me on all the social platforms at, at Simplicity by Day, or you can visit simplicitybyday.com to learn how you can work with me. And if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, feel free to hit me up at meetwithday.com and we can talk about how you can contribute to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. Thank you again.